0: Yeah yeah yeah. We back. We back. What's up everybody? This your boy Noreek. That's cool. Ooh. Low and end. this is uh this is the Sound Flick podcast. This is episode 32. Correct. And uh today we are going to be talking about a an actor who is a hero. Um he's a champion. He's uh he's a person that has shown uh grace and regal and is an unforgettable um actor and uh, and i would say you know a master of his craft yeah um this episode is covering uh an actor known as chadwick boseman uh we just want to say rest in peace to chadwick boseman and love to his family and to his friends um he recently passed away uh, due to uh was it colon cancer it colon cancer, cancer colon yeah. cancer and uh, we wanted to make a special episode uh, in tribute to him and all of the things that he's done uh, in, a sh- in a short span of being an a A-list actor. So um, without further ado, this is episode 32 of the SoundFlick Podcast yeah. with my co-hosts, my co-stars, my guys. Yep. The
1: familiar. Skywalk Mike here. Lowen Skywalker what's good y'all. My name is A sincere, young Flaco. Yeah, are
0: yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, would, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I really do wish the circumstances were different for the tribute. Um like we recently did a, a Jamie Foxx tribute. Um, we're trying to do more of that uh aim at tributing uh, black creatives in in the movie industry and most likely we would have probably did a, a Chadwick Boseman somewhere down eventually the line eventually down the line, but somewhere down the line, yeah. but due to these circumstances we thought why not highlight him Right off the bat, you know. Yeah. He's done a lot of great things, too. It's not only because he's dead, you know. He's a very, very, very amazing actor right. and just human being in general.
0: Yeah. Hit the title music. <laughs> and we here. Yeah. Episode 32, yo. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about um, Chadwick Boseman and all of the wonderful things that he's done. Uh he has some awesome movies uh with some iconic roles, playing some iconic people, real people. It's just amazing um, how many yeah.
1: how, how many icons he played. It's crazy. Effortlessly it's crazy. as well.
0: He played uh Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. in 42. He played James Brown in in uh Get On Up. Yep. Um, and he also played Thurgood Marshall in the movie Marshall, Marshall. um, as well as playing the iconic, enigmatic first black. Male superhero, lead superhero, the man, Black Panther, Black Panther. the Black Panther, the Black Panther, yeah. Wakanda w- forever,
1: yeah. Wakanda forever.
0: Yeah, Wakanda forever. yeah it's, pre- it's pretty, pretty cool. I don't know about you guys, but um, but I checked out some of those movies, and my man was out here killing, bro. Oh yeah, he was out here killing. It was, it was really dope. He's uh, just I guess we can go into like what a little backstory about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a Howard graduate. Um, He was born in North Carolina and um, and he attended like a like a a, an acting program um, over at Howard that was surprisingly funded by um, by Denzel Washington. You know, Denzel Washington helped uh, fund his acting group. And that was just really cool when you have somebody um, like a black lead like that, who's esteemed like that, supporting what you do. So that's like really, really dope, and um, I feel like he was always destined for greatness. Like, if I had Denzel backing me, I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna tear this that's thing. That's a up. huge cosign. Ridiculous. Oh
2: yeah, I mean, it, it isn't a direct cosign, but it is a cosign nonetheless. Because he believed in those in that department, and the and the people that were learning in that department as well to mm-hmm. to become a faceted, multifaceted
0: actor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Exactly. So. That was just really cool. He um one of his first, I would say like major movies where he kind of got on the map was uh was 42 mm-hmm. where he played Jackie Robinson. Such a good movie. Um great movie. Also had that guy from Tokyo Drift he was in there. Um <laughs> Han? forget his name. No, Nahan. Nah, nah, nah. Uh off the, the bat. I think his name is like Lucas Black or something it like that. It is Lucas Black. I do no remembering that. Hey. Yeah. Lucas Black, he he okay. went from drifting cars to playing baseball with uh, with Chadwick. <laughs> he drifted back in the time. yeah
1: <laughs> Um, but no. So shout out to the Los Angeles Dodgers, the greatest baseball team of all time. I don't care what anybody says, but um, (laughs) yes, we all know the importance of Jackie Robinson. I mean, I guess we can just start getting into it. Yeah, let's do it. You touch it based on every movie. But everybody knows the importance of Jackie Robinson. Everybody understands why on Jackie Robinson Day, everybody wears the. Everybody in the MLB wears the number Mm forty-two. Um, thus the barriers that this dude broke when it came to, um, basically racism. Racism basically (laughs) being addressed. Straightforward with Jackie Robinson being the in, first African American in to sports play. as well. Yes.
0: Yeah, it w- There was a lot of racism in sports, and he not only showed that Black people were able to compete at the highest level, right? But they, but he was able to succeed, you yeah. know, at the highest level and be he, one of the greats and be one of the greats exactly. himself. So um, that that did a lot for the African American community within sports, and um, you know, I think every every African American boy, any person of color, honestly, who's played the game of baseball since then, kind of owes uh, their dreams of being into the league uh, to Jackie Robinson. So it was pretty cool to have uh, Chadwick Boseman play that character. I think he played him really well. He He did. He looked like him. He kind of um, I heard that in preparation for that movie, like he was meeting with Jackie Robinson's family right. and like was kind of carrying himself the same way that. Just conducting himself in the manner that Jackie Robinson In the Robinson manner would. that Jackie Robinson exactly. would, which I feel like every actor, you know, um, to play somebody real is just so difficult, you know, like. Because how do you
1: embody this person mm-hmm. without knowing this person? Yeah.
0: yeah, because you're your own person. You know right. what I mean? So, like, how do you how do you suppress who you are and go into the shoes of somebody else wholeheartedly? I think you, know? you, you yeah. definitely
2: tap into the people that are were around him and still right. still are around to this day, uh, family
1: and friends. Uh, not even more so doing like a um, co-athletes stuff like that. Yeah, well, more so not even like in like an impression. Yeah. It's more of like you're, you're kind of just taking the mold of this person yeah, and stepping into it. You're not, you're not it. only
2: just trying to embody this person, but what he represented right? as a whole, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause, Especially, yeah. Because, I mean, anybody, I guess, could have played him. But, you know, it's it's really about
0: hitting it on the nail on the head. Because it's not, right. not that easy. I it's guess, not easy. Know. And it seems like actors who do that have a lot of formal, formal actor training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get, you you have to learn that. And he graduated with a bachelor uh, bachelor's degree of fine arts um, in directing at Howard University. Wow, and directing. then he went on to attend the British American Drama Academy in Oxford, England, which I'm sure that once you're attending academies like that, right. you know, they're really teaching you and, and like... You're going through the scripts and you're going through the blocking and the nuances of how to really portray these characters.
1: Not even that, but those those prestigious schools already have those connects that you would need to tap into that industry. Yeah, Because they're just so well seen. And yeah. I'm sure most directors will want to look there first before just having regular open casting auditions.
0: Yeah, because there's a difference between a theater actor and uh, an actor that just has like this... Pizzazz or this charisma about them yeah. that you, you want to cast them kid. yeah you, you got, got moxie, moxie. Yeah. it's definitely
2: more theatrical definitely more played out uh you dive into the role a lot deeper because when you're on stage with a, a play you know there's no like cut uh let's take a break you you go all the way through the yeah. play you know like, mm-hmm. there's no
0: there's no cuts
2: it's live
0: yeah so. and you got to know the blocking you got to know where you're going you got to memorize your lines it's really like memorize other people's lines, pretty much. Yeah, to so. me, I, I equate it to like freestyling or like battle rapping, like being like yeah. very good at doing that, and then right. making a song. Like yeah. you can make a song that's that's relative to, or I would say even more so, like knowing, uh, you know, music theory or knowing like how to how to per, how to like play an instrument as opposed to just like playing on a computer with sounds mm. that work well together. You know, I think a lot of actors nowadays. They're like, you know, it's kind of given to them. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I could play this role because I'm like this in real life. Like, this is easy. Yeah. You know, but there are certain actors or even certain musicians, you can tell when they learn an instrument and then applying that instrument to their music, right. how their music quality changes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think Chadwick um, was one of those actors where the quality of his acting was different because he had all of this uh, theater. Um, all of these theater uh, uh, accolades—you yeah. know, whether it was directing plays, whether it was acting in plays, Romeo and Juliet, all these other timeless classics, where you kind of, you know, you have to play these characters. But the reason why you play these characters is because of how nuanced it is and what it teaches you about acting in these roles. And I think that that's just really cool.
1: I think also because he he did two roles where he played icons, right. Mm-hmm. getting the stamp of approval from the family to be the actor portraying their basically like yeah. the person they look up to because that's their dad grandfather uncle whatever the case is and getting the stamp of approval like we want you to play yeah I think um I think Mick Jagger helped him like with that and
2: stuff like trying to secure not, not secure the role but actually get the movie like rolling to happen so right. I don't know his exact involvement which one
0: uh, the the James Brown one. Oh, okay. get on yeah. up! Get on oh, up. really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you get Mick Jagger behind you, I mean, who doesn't love Mick Jagger? Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, You'd be surprised how sure. many
1: people don't listen to Rolling Stones or understand the importance. But they still but know who Mick Jagger. Is. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The,
0: even if you don't listen to the music, you respect the name mm-hmm. exactly. Like just off top, you know. So that's kind of cool. And for him to to play. Um, that character at that time um, was really cool because I'm not sure about the timeline. I may be off about this, but I think James Brown died before that movie came out. I think yeah. So. Get on up. So, like, I don't know if James Brown got to see or know that that movie was being created before he passed away. Um, Maybe. We, can, we can probably get a fact check on that. Um, but. I thought that that was just like that's interesting. Also, you know, and like Jamie Foxx, how we did in, in our last episode. You know, Jamie Foxx is a person who's done that with Ray, you mm-hmm. know, and, and with Ray Charles. And um, Ray mm-hmm. Charles was able to see the movie. You know, he was in Muhammad Ali, even though he didn't play Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was able to see the movie. So yeah. to portray a character and that and that person yeah. not be around anymore, right. you really, really have to tap into something yeah. that that allows you to do it justice.
2: Yeah cuz i mean i feel like in those movies like the Jackie Robinson one or even Get on Up it's harder like you said to do those roles because you Especially can't cons- you can't yeah. consult the actual person that the movie's about so you have to get all these different experiences that people have encountered with right. that certain person and I, i'd like not to say it it was easier for Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx with with uh, um with his roles, oh, right. but yeah. mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, I can, it, to see him execute these roles so well, and I haven't heard anything bad on these uh, Chadwick Boseman roles on, no. on Jackie Robinson and James right. Brown just shows how how well, I, I guess, just how well-versed he is as an actor. Yeah. Uh, how, I guess, again, how multifaceted he is and how, how he can execute. So I wouldn't say flawlessly, um, but just well enough where you Well, he, can well enough
0: it. for him to get voted Man of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he got voted Man of Tomorrow because I think when we're looking at movies and when we're looking at actors, like, there are certain ages and certain roles and certain looks um, that we, we as like just people who watch or people who create that we're going for. Mm-hmm. And some of those looks and roles um, come few and far between. You know, we've been talking about Denzel or we've been talking about like all like Tom Cruise and all like there's a reason why those actors are still talked about in like an action type of role is because they haven't found somebody who has the look Mm -hmm. and the feel that's younger than them to portray these roles anymore you know where they're just like oh like there's a big gap Mm -hmm. you know kind of right there and I think for a long time especially for a black male lead um, Denzel and Jamie Foxx were like it, you know, and, um, that's no, you know, discredit to like Forrest Whitaker or like Correct. anybody else who, who's, who's there, but it's a lot of older gentlemen, um, who kind of play those leads. And we were looking for someone young, you know, this is before Michael B. Jordan really caught his stride. This is before, you know, J- uh, uh, Denzel's son, J- John David, Washington. John David Washington, and, um. You know, so we were kind of looking for for that black male lead in the in-between. Right. You know, and I think Chadwick kind of filled that where it was like, yo, not only was he hitting these roles, even though that he was older than what people thought, because mm-hmm. when people found out how how old he was, they were yeah. like, Oh wow. He does not look like he doesn't he does look his age look, at all. No, you know, no, no. he he looked like he was in his thirties, you know, and just killing it. So um, but I think he fit that look, you right. know, where it was it was It was unapologetic. It was um, masculine. It was a lead type of look. His acting chops were there. And... He was a newer, new enough face where he can be malleable to all these different characters. You know, yeah. he's playing real people, yeah. and he played Thurgood Marshall, he played James Brown, he played Jackie Robinson, and could play all these different things. So I think that that his future was very, very bright, and I think that people recognized that from an early age, you know, or like his early time in his career, not necessarily right. early age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but
2: um, and and it's crazy because um, all these movies like um. 42 and uh get on up like all those movies came before his like blockbuster yeah like hit the one that really put him on the map um although like he was in these movies like i wasn't hearing too much about him um until he did uh a marvel role black yes. panther
0: disney sought him out yeah uh this good job on their part, you know. They could I tell y'all like probably when, the
2: most perfect Black Panther they could have ever picked.
0: Because I was I was monitoring the MCU, mm-hmm. you know, around that time. I was looking to see what was happening next, and I was kind of like, I I understood how the Avengers worked. I understood why they picked Robert Downey Jr. and why they were picking the characters that they picked. And simultaneously with that, you know, I started getting. In, I didn't grow up with Black Panther comics personally. Mm-hmm. But I watched the animated movie that they had with uh, Dishman Hansu, who is an African actor. Um, You know, he's been in in a few movies. You kind of recognize him when you see him. Um, He was in Blood Diamond. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that was like one of the biggest movies, him and Leo. Like, that's like where his breakout was. So a lot of people were calling for Dishman Hansu to play T'Challa because they were like, if they ever do Black Panther... That's the guy. Like yeah, he's already right. done an African voice, or well, not even African voice, yeah, he but he's is. all he's he he is African of and he's sense, also right. done the voice for Black right. Panther already. Yeah. So it was kind of like it's a shoe-in, like for sure. And then when to Ch- or when Chadwick Bozeman was announced, I got it immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh yes, because the marketability of Chadwick. To the masses that they wanted yeah. to influence. Right. Um, and how he kind of fits side by side with Chris Evans and with Robert Downey Jr. and the look and everything. I I instantly got it. I was like, oh, that's gonna be a perfect casting mm-hmm. choice. Like they're in the game right now. Like, yeah, this is I remember be insane.
1: when they first announced him. It was um, it was literally the press conference for Civil War mm-hmm. when it was still called Captain America Serpent Society. Mm-hmm. And then they made the announcement, they like Cut the thing in half, turned into civil war, and they brought out Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I remember everybody just like in awe, like, "Yo, this, this is, is crazy!" Nuts. Yeah, <laughs> like Captain America, <laughs> yeah. Iron Man, and then you have the first to so people digesting the first openly like yeah. African American superhero. Yeah, like to the public. Yeah, yeah because and I don't, just I don't think whole a new-
0: blade. Like, well, within the MCU, I mean, Blade didn't necessarily count. It was more of, like, an action movie that was based off of a comic. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. wasn't considered, like, a superhero-led movie, it's, you know? I consider
1: yeah. being a uh, Blade a uh, anti-hero. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of
0: like, it was just kind of the source material right. for a vampire hunter exactly. action movie with, you know, and yeah. we've seen that before, you know? And we've seen Black Leeds in, in that kind of role right. before. And you have uh, Michael J. White in Spawn. You know, it wasn't necessarily a superhero movie. So this is, like, the first one that, like, inspired hope. Right. When you see you, when know? you see
1: a superhero and you think, like, Superman, you think of that, that person, that figure, that icon, just, like, standing there. Like, this is what a hero standing is. Standing for good, you know. Exactly. Before
0: this, we had black leads who were playing heroes that, were, that had a, a terrible moral compass, you know. The most recent one to that was Hancock, played by Will Smith. Right. You know, where, like, he was a superhero, but the The advertisement of him was so off in his moral compass that like he's not someone that you really look up to. Right, and even in then the explanation was more from a mythological standpoint than like a superhero standpoint. So when they really announced Black Panther, it was kind of like okay, Disney's gonna put their full power behind creating this heroic person that people can look up to right. and especially the black community can look up to yeah. and yeah. that's really what this was spelling out for people you know and that was unprecedented at the time and it was just such a joy yeah. to see the ride of him it's, it's, for, yeah, it's, you know getting his own
2: movie yeah and, it's literally the spark of of more getting more colored superheroes you know i, I right. remember more diversity uh, yeah more diversity and even like having them like, be represented properly, because I remember hearing or, or reading a story on um, on Black Panther and how they wanted all the actors to have, I believe it was, like, uh, British accents or something, mm-hmm. and um, I'm pretty sure that was, like, Marvel's take. They pretty much just wanted to whitewash it with black characters, but um, Chadwick Boseman stepped in. He's like, no, I think we should, we should do it properly, like, how it's supposed to be done, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously the director probably chimed in, too, and and was like you know what you're right let's just you know let's fight for what you know what you want like this is going to be our movie let's mm-hmm. let's represent it the, in the best way possible you know mm-hmm. and and i mean it is i don't know it's probably one of the better uh marvel movies that have come out in recent years yeah you know um, absolutely it's it's pretty much up there um they were slated to do part 2 we don't know the whole where the direction yeah, the is, direction going is right. With right. Them. I mean yeah. we
0: haven't even gotten to to like how crazy all of this is we're talking about his accolades and and what what he was doing and he was doing all of this while being sick yeah exactly right? you know, you know a, and keeping that under wraps and I couldn't imagine the types of um you know uh doctor's appointments and and the how well how is, doing a yeah. movie tires out your body yeah. and and how you know you're you're operating and Luckily, you're doing a Disney movie, so they got the best nutrition, the best trainers, the best everything. They're gonna take care of you. But they didn't even know that he was going through this while he was filming those things. And that's like, that's pretty crazy. And to your point, for them to add the African language, you know, and to bring in, you know, African actors to add to his side of the Marvel universe. And for them to speak the language. And that was like so cool to see in, in, mm. in uh, Civil War. You know, the, the interaction between him and, and his father, father um, T'Chaka, when he was the actual Black Panther. This is before... Chadwick even became, uh, or, you know, T'Challa in the movie, before he even became the Black Panther himself, his father was still the Black Panther, but he was getting groomed for it, and their conversation could have easily been in English, but it added so much more depth and so much more representation to have it in that African dialect, and, like, for him to learn that, that comes from that kind of training of, like, yo, I'm going to embody this person. Right. I'm going to embody this character. Yeah, I
1: remember everybody talking about the importance of that because we only know T'Chaka literally in, in um, Winter Soldier for what? Like five minutes? Yeah. Right? But that five minutes was just so intricate Civil and so... War. Civil War, sorry. Yeah. um, Just how important it was and how effortlessly and how just the two actors put their all into that five minutes mm-hmm. you know, just to show a father-son bond and for it to build into what it's grown into now. Mm-hmm. Going back to the language,
2: like it reminds me of uh, the director of uh, it's a movie that just came out. It's a Korean movie, and it won a it won an Oscar. Parasite. Awesome, Parasite. Parasite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director gave a speech, and he was like, "You guys would be surprised at the world of movies once you get past the subtitle barrier, you know. Mm-hmm. And that that alone, the, the you know the the language uh, between Tchaka and Tchalla, it really adds a dynamic where." It, it's a it's a deeper story, and it's 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 a story of representation and of you know also of a of, of brother and and father bond, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. Like once you do get past barrier of subtitles, like there's a whole world of movies out there that are so enjoyable and and well thought out, well shot, well mm-hmm. filmed, mm-hmm. perfect cast, you know, stuff like that. So
0: and he got great screen time in Civil mm-hmm. War, yes. you know, like yeah. where they really showed the beginnings of like it was his or, kind of origin story within it um and i thought that they showed that really well the fighting was exceptional um his look was was exceptional like it i was, was just I like was
2: stunned when he came on screen for the first time because i didn't know who it was like because they didn't show his face at, obviously at first mm-hmm. it was just him in the suit and i was like who is this like like just this mysterious character that came out of nowhere because mm-hmm. the, like there was no hint of a black panther before that it was yeah it was just of uh the, just the, like t'challa's uh, character yeah and, and the, then the and ring the country that they're in from. the country yeah not not the actual conda, but from whatever uh i forget the actual country that they
1: were representing the to everybody the they're using so.
0: No, the, well, they were representing Wakanda, but they were inside another African country where the okay, explosion so, happened. So it so was so called Wakanda. It was, um, it was, uh starts with an L. Jeez. Yeah. Well, um, the one
2: they represented outside of Wakanda, so nobody could know what
0: Wakanda Yeah, is, so. yeah, yeah. And that was before, yeah. It it just felt, it felt good because it was comic accurate. Nobody knew what Wakanda was or yeah. who they were, and he just or where comes they were out placed. of nowhere and it's mm-hmm. like,
2: what? And I, at the time, I didn't even know about the Black Panther character. Like, even going into see Civil War, I didn't expect to get a new character like that. And that's probably like one of the one
0: of the best characters in that movie, to mm-hmm. be honest. You know, yeah, uh, he he probably has the most. Um, yeah, because everyone was focused on Spider-Man being in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, well, you're also getting Black Panther in there. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. It was kind of like, oh, look over here. And then it's like, whoa, you
2: didn't see this, actually. Exactly. Yeah. We had this plan the whole time. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And even just the nuances of, like, when he did get on screen, the sound, how the sound changed mm-hmm. and added, like, a little, like, of the, the African, little, yeah, the ludo, yeah, it was like, like, whoa. I feel like they've like always done a good job same. of that,
1: of mm-hmm. every character that's there having their own personal score attached to their scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so
0: I thought that that was just really, really cool. And it segued perfectly because it was it was received so well yeah that when the Black Panther movie itself got announced two years after um it was like okay here we go you know we've this set is, it yeah. up we've set it up perfectly and we're going to have this movie and majority of the cast will be African American yeah, right. or African or like African British like you know it's gonna yeah. be that kind of movie. I f-
2: yeah. I feel like the movie Black Panther was probably the most viewed by people who weren't even interested in the MCU. No, yeah, I have plenty of friends tell me that yeah, I've never seen an MCU. They're like I've never seen any not Marvel any superhero movie, movies yes, yes. Black prior Panther to this. Was my first uh, yeah. one. Mm-hmm. and, and it probably obviously like brought a lot of people into the storyline to get interested, but the fact that you get a superhero in the middle of a whole timeline to bring all these people that have never seen a movie in, in that universe To, to finally be like Alright let's go watch that
0: Yeah you Because know? the that's, representation that's Was that's crazy yeah. Like I don't know If you guys remember The lead up To what was happening Like right. there were Whole theaters Being rented out Yes To Like little black girls And boys mm-hmm. Being able to see This it's movie beautiful. And yeah. see themselves In And what they were watching in the Black Panther, we now had a superhero that we can say, that's that's who I want to be. Like, that's our Superman. That's our Iron Man. That's our everything. And he was brilliant. He was a king. He he had riches. It was all of these things that America has told um, African-American people that they couldn't have, that we weren't privy to, that we didn't deserve. You know, and to have this character come out and represent us with the opposite of all of those things and do it so well inspired multiple generations, not just old, not just young generations, but the older generations too. They saw this and they were like, this is crazy. I would have never imagined this in my lifetime. And to see Disney do that, I I always got to respect Disney for that. Even You can make the argument that it's like a cash grab or whatever, or they're just trying to get a certain demographic, like, for sure. But they had no idea how big that impact was really going to be. I think it threw everyone off. It made over a billion dollars and got nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture.
1: Not only that, but having one of the best scores. Ever put together for cinema after one of the best albums, one of the best soundtracks put together. Oh,
0: yeah, talk about the album. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah let's get literally, to literally it. the Black Panther album. Like, shout out to Kendrick, shout out to TDE. Um, but like, probably the, one of the,
2: the The most perfect uh labels or just creative groups to come together to make yes. a, a soundtrack. Yes, this, you know, I don't think anybody else could have. The uh, it. the attention, well, to what detail. other
0: artists could have put that together? Like, there there isn't one, no. like, no, to use Kendrick Lamar. As the as the musical Black Panther, yeah. right? The timing it's, was perfect. was incredible. It was right. incredible. Like it's funny because I've always
1: pictured Kendrick being the. Um, I feel like Kendrick could have been in the movie, being the Killmonger yes. of it. Yeah, I always pictured Kendrick being the Killmonger because he could have been aggressive. both. Yeah, he could, he could, he honestly embodied both, which yeah. was pretty yeah. interesting. It's, Yeah, you're right. The attention to detail put together in that movie, and with the sequences, and how they incorporated it into the film as well. And there hasn't been another Marvel
0: movie that has done that. Nope. There hasn't been another Marvel movie that has taken that. Like,
2: and that that just goes. Did a a Marvel mm -hmm. movie sound like? And that just just goes to show
0: you how effective, or just how intertwined and interconnected the African American culture is with art, right? And with arts like the reason why you don't see that with any other types of groups um, other than like the norm of like the structure of a score and a movie being right. put together yeah. um, is because, and I would say prior to that would would be what the song Iron Man, like with Iron Man, you right. know what I mean? And yeah. like, like okay, like for only, sure. Only difference is it wasn't made for the movie. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't made for the movie, but they were just like, oh, well, let's just put it together. But for black people and for the African-American community, We can do. We can actually make them together. You know, it's like we're not going to just put it together. We are going to make it together. We're going to create this this together. And that is just. um, It just goes to show the creativity of Black people. The um, in how we utilize our arts to embody our entire Mm -hmm. culture to bring it all together and execute it well. And that that was a prime example. I think that what the Black Path. Panther soundtrack was also nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. I wonder
2: if the Ludwig, if Ludwig was a little bit involved with
1: uh, he, the, the, I'm, I'm, Black Panther. I'm album. like 95% sure he was. I'm pretty sure the production. because I think he's respected in
0: the creative community. Um, he's uh, all over uh, the place. You know, he's, he's all over the everywhere. place. He's worked very, very closely with Childish Gambino. Right. And I think that. Um, Childish Gambino Would vouch for him Because he Childish Gambino himself Is for for black people I, and I for, feel like Donald right.
2: Glover Could have did a Black Panther album
0: I was gonna just go there I was just gonna go there. Is As like He has more of an eclectic side He's missing like that Aggressive side That he needs But Donald Glover is another Artist Actor Who Could have been put In a place Where it's like Yo he's the next one To come up I we wouldn't need doubt somebody If he to, does to take this. The I, next
1: know. Miles Morales score well, oh, and going to mention. The
2: you know, we don't obviously we don't know the future for Black Panther. It's in the hands of of Disney and Marvel, and and what they think is best um, cool from here. Yeah, but if there is a part two, I feel like they they could reach out to multiple artists again. You know, or yeah, or hit T D E again, or you know, hit Donald Glover. Right. You know, there's so many. Donald Glover's already artists. in the MCU too. Yeah. Yep. You know, oh, yeah.
0: He, he he's he's teased in the MCU as hearing. being yeah as being Miles Morales's uncle. Um, who plays the Prowler yeah. um, for people who are comic book savvy? So they could explore that as well, which I think would be really cool. And I think that would give uh, uh, um, Prowl, Peter, it will, yeah, it would give the Prowler a cool story. And it would give, uh, uh, what's the name, Tom Holland, a little break right. from being Spider Man if they kind of went that route after. After this next movie Supposedly, that he does,
2: he was going to be in um, the latest Spider-Man movie. I don't know what the reason was for probably cutting his scene or cutting him out of the movie, but um, I remember seeing rumors about that. So yeah, there's probably some scenes out there where he's with in the Spider-Man movie. Well, I
0: think Something. when they were when they kind of teased that it was going to be the multiverse, I think people kind of started putting it together. Like, oh, we might get Miles. Like, it's the multiverse. Like, who knows what can happen? But yeah. then they kind of like backtracked on that that was yeah. part of their haha we got you it's the multiverse
1: but it's not really the multiverse it's, it's really. just an angry Iron Man employee <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out More Disney because um, I think the importance that came with the Black Panther as well is that Disney's already multicultural they've always pushed different cultures on onto people that aren't so open to that it's not even pushing it either it's just like this is the world we live in like embrace it you know what I mean
0: yeah, so I they've felt- definitely championed diversity in their own way. Yeah. Even though that, yeah, needs a lot
1: still needs to be done, course, and you can always. make
0: the argument that it's a little whitewashed. But they did. Start to understand that and kind of get ahead of the curve with their Disney princesses and with, you know, a lot of the Pixar films that they kind of did and and how they started to shine light. So it was only right for them to add that to their other franchises that they were acquiring Marvel and Star Wars, you know, and they dropped the ball with Star Wars however, with Marvel they really hit the nail on the head by picking yeah. the correct characters to to represent this and Black mm-hmm. Panther did not disappoint
1: no not at all not at all um at all. so uh, let's let's get into some other chadwick movies um 21 bridges yeah was that very... was, that was
2: like one of his next roles after Black Panther I believe right mm-hmm. no which which is pretty much him being a detective in um i believe is uh, Brooklyn or I think it's in New York City, but pretty much just like the movie 21 Bridges. He's looking for um uh, pretty much these these criminals and he shuts down all the bridges so they don't get off the island. Um I haven't watched it. I've watched some of it and it was pretty interesting, but I was I was so busy I had to go do something. I had to tune out. But um it seemed seemed really like well done, you know, and again, this is during a time when he's sick like um there uh, it's been talked about that he, there's multiple surgeries before and after movies you know and yeah and the fact that he's still like accepting roles knowing that he probably won't be here the year after or even the week after right you know i i think he was just living his life to the fullest potential and, I think in, you know, can in the best way he could. Yeah, yeah uh, the, in the best way he could. And he's like, I already have the reach that I have. Might as well continue right. to, you know, push and strive for, for representation in, in these films. And and I mean, it's led to this, you know, we're, we're here talking about him because of the things he's accomplished in the way he accomplished it. Yeah, you the know? way
0: that he accomplished it is the big factor in his accomplishments because right. um, not only has when you look at it on paper, the resume is impressive. Um, but when you recognize what he was going through during that and how he only let his circle know, how he only let his uh, his girlfriend who became his wife before he passed know, and how they operated, um, it it was just really admirable. And you can just respect that. You know, he wanted this privacy. He didn't want people to pity him. He didn't mm-hmm. want people to feel sorry or to change how they react to him based off right. of this knowledge. And he got to see how people really were, yeah. you know, like, and he got to when people were really, really like supporting him and liking him. Then he knew it was real, yeah. you know, and when people were were being shady pity, or yeah. being, you know, whatever, right. he knew it was real because I'm sure that those same shady people, once they found out what he was fighting against, they were like, Oh, like I always love Chadwick, I always, you know, that was my boy. But like he knew. He knew. Yeah, yeah, he knew. That and that's all that matters, you know? And like it's it's interesting when you hear the story of um when he was on Gods of Gods of Egypt, he had mm. a small role in Gods of Egypt, mm-hmm. uh, playing Thoth. Yeah, I do um remember that. in Australia. Uh, there was a guy who said, Hey, you're gonna play Black Panther. And he never knew about Black Panther before then and Disney yeah. hadn't reached most, out at that time.
2: Most Marvel actors don't know what Yeah, m- yeah, into. most
0: yeah, most Marvel actors don't know what they're getting into. Most people didn't really right. know Black Panther, you mm-hmm. know, because it was it was like f- only like Black nerds growing up Knew yeah. about Black Panther Because we're right. searching You know Like we're looking Like okay yeah. We got John Stewart <laughs> We got Black <laughs> Panther yeah, We you, got you want black Static representation Like black that's all we heroes. got You right. know Icon Maybe Ricochet Like that's all we Or that's all we got Or not Ricochet uh, Rocket That's all we got And So only a few people Knew Black Panther But there wasn't enough To like convince other people So he didn't really know And this Australian guy Who was playing a security guard Or not playing a security guard He was a security guard um, gave him his Black Panther comic and said, "Like, read this because you're going to be playing this character." And how amazing is that kind of prophetic, you prophetic know, word, word, like the, the, word. the, like, the, the
1: manifestation? Of, yeah, yeah.
0: Of yeah, you just hearing that, and then all of a sudden you get the call later, and you're like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. this is crazy. So, and and to speak to the type of person that Chadwick is. Once he got the role, finished the role and had the screening, he got that guy tickets and brought him into the into the world premiere and was like, Look, like you, you called this, like right, you know, and, and we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. And that that's just awesome. You know, that just goes to show all the stories that kind of have come out about Chadwick's character is that he really embodied this the the Black Panther role. He really embodied a king before he even got it. And that's why. Somebody can look at him and say, Oh, yeah, you're you're, yeah, yeah, you're thing. gonna get that role. Like, you're gonna yeah. be this person. And I think that that's just like, that's pretty, pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. And uh, another recent film that he was in, which he, he didn't have a lot of face in the movie, but uh, had a big part he of it was the, a huge the part Five Bloods. Yeah.
0: Um, Directed or, by Spike Lee. He got a Spike, Spike Lee joint. Lee and even
2: in that movie, the small roles that he had, like, you can, like, like you can feel the the vigor in his character and like just like he's just he's just a really good actor and no matter how big or small the role, you know, especially with a a cast like that, the fact that he stood out the way he did was yeah, was awesome, you know. Yeah. So. And
0: for playing a fallen hero was I'm I'm just trying to think like psychologically how that affects him because he's hoping to beat his diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Right. But in knowing that this is a diagnosis that has, you know, taken a lot of people. Yeah, right, And he's playing a person that has been taken away. Like, how
1: does that add to your script, to, to you presenting the character? The, you know I what I mean? think the best thing to represent that is when he's talking to, I forget the guy's name that has flashbacks in the movie. But basically when he tells him, like, I forgive you, like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, we're mm-hmm. fine. Um, that's kind of just like attesting to everything he was going through. Like, yeah. he could eventually be a fallen hero, which unfortunately he is. Mm-hmm. But him basically giving, like, giving the people the okay, like, I'm going to be fine. Maybe like, yeah. you're going to be fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're we're going to get through this together. Yeah. Even though I'm not going to be here, like, you're you're going to be okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't gone back to see that movie since, but I'd probably tear up if I, if I saw all his parts on that. Because that movie, like, he, he obviously, throughout the movie, everybody knows he, he has passed and, You know, so knowing in real life that he's passed and the way he plays it, you're definitely going to watch all these movies and scenes way different, which kind of takes me to what I wanted to go to next is supposedly he still has a movie that's going to come out. It was delayed, um, not because of his death, but I I believe uh, for other purposes, probably uh, due to coronavirus, but it's uh, supposed to be a Netflix movie where he plays a a blue singer from the 1920s. A legendary listener. Chadwick just had Sick. these
1: this Netflix bag, bro. Like, I wouldn't doubt if he was just the actor just on the roster. Like, all right, we need Chadwick. Oh yeah, for oh for sure, turned into for that, sure. Yeah,
0: you get you get those. I mean, we talk about those comedian deals for the specials. Right, actors are getting true. Netflix streaming deals because he had a few Netflix movies that you know, whether yeah, it was the Five Bloods or Message to the King, like Ma-raining. that's money that that Netflix is is paying. Do you, think, paying, they get, do you, you know? think
1: they get free Netflix accounts? Come on now. <laughs> Have
0: to, never know. Me and all my family. I should just give you a list of all the people oh, that need a free
2: Netflix. This account. email. This so, email. Free so phone much, number. <laughs> so actually, the movie was going to come out. Like it was, it, most likely it would have been out already, but it was delayed because of his death.
0: Okay.
2: Um. So there was gonna be like a a movie uh, preview and everything, but yeah, they delayed it. So um, not sure if the movie's still gonna come out. Um, it'd be great if it does. You know, just to. See his final
1: just, yeah. just see that screen and, time. And that movie was or produced by Denzel Washington too. Wow. Yeah.
0: Which is like a full circle kind of thing. Yeah. What's wow. um,
1: I think my favorite. So like we've we've been seeing everybody's stories, like everybody's Instagram tributes, everybody talking about them, um, everybody touching based on all the Marvel ones. But I think the favorite my like my favorite one I've seen was when Angela Bassett shared. Um, she basically said, because they were both Howard University graduates, right? Mm-hmm. So when she came to speak to um her alma mater um her designated person to walk her through campus and basically it was like her tour guide slash um i guess concierge if you want to call it that was chadwick and she didn't realize that until they were almost done shooting black panther and he was like hey like i'm not sure if you remember but like actually when you came to speak to her alma mater i was the one that walked you around Mm -hmm. and that's just crazy like powerful to like see that these people were already connected Without mm-hmm. even like, well, at first, she didn't even realize, but to him, obviously, that's a huge moment. Yeah. But not even him, like, she said the way he carried himself as mature was the same way as he was when shooting Black Panther, mm-hmm. talking about how back then he wasn't trying to push himself, wasn't like, as far as like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to be an actor, I'm trying to do this, trying to do that. Mm-hmm. He just treated her with the same respect that he always has and was straightforward. Yeah. Like, just super crazy to me to see. I'm just like, yo, like,
0: I think it's I think it's really undeniable that he had an anointing on his life. Right. You know, that there was just something special about how he moved and the spaces that he was presented in. Like he was doing this when we had a black president. He was doing the like our first black president. So like the how big the movie is and his profile, how it rose to the point where, you know, he can Affiliate himself with these people And meet these people And be a voice And it all was perfect timing Right yeah. It all was perfect timing and it, and it just happened in a way Where he For lack of a better term Just kind of infiltrated The space that he needed to be in Right You know And, and you can't deny When someone has that kind of um, Just that kind of energy the About aura, them And that the aura. aura about mm-hmm. them As they move through You know, um, I was lucky enough to to meet him briefly, you know, um, at an event uh, where his wife was performing at, you know, and she was a singer. And and I got to tell him from afar, like, hey, thank you, you know, like, thank you for what you've done. Like, I already know you've heard it a bunch of times, you know, you've heard it millions of times. Yeah. But it was just cool for, for me to be able to acknowledge to him like, yo. How long ago was that?
1: You did this. I mean, oh, that's,
0: man, his that whole, was like, that's his whole goal. That was man. after Black the Panther um, came out. I want to say maybe like March or April of 2018 okay. was the event okay um and it was in LA it was put on by a Zenith class Zenith class is like a collective of of, of artists and and people who they have their own events mm-hmm. in la and um and his wife was a part of that you know and did
1: you go because I know you guys briefly knew each other him and his wife right? yes okay. yes
0: we went we went to school together we had a couple classes together um and in college. And so I I knew a few of the people there, and um, I knew uh, one of the photographers that was going to be there as okay. well. She shot pictures for me okay. um, too, so I went to go support her because she had her portraits up. Right, and I went to go support his wife because at that time was was just his girlfriend. Right. Um, and to see her sing, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and she always had a great voice. Um, you know, we were in music class together and things like that, and um. So it was cool It was it was almost like Like a reunion of sorts right, yeah. You know And he just happened to be there And you know A lot of people had more time With him than I did right. You know I was just kind of like Chilling in the back I was with Johnny Bars Okay um, And Johnny Bars was there Johnny. too And when they were leaving You know I, I was talking with her And then he came out And I got to tell him Like hey Like bro, thank you. Like, thank you for everything that you're doing, like what you're representing. This is amazing. And like, and you know, she had to run off and they had to run off. Right. So it was super brief, but I'm just grateful and blessed to be able to be within the space, mm-hmm. you know, within right. the presence of that. And I appreciate that so much, you know, and my heart goes out to his wife, you know, like who had to endure all of this knowing, right, knowing that this was happening and that this was going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's so strong, you know, for doing that. Right. Um, and just, you know, out of, they're obviously private and out of respect for their privacy. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to go too deep into, into, into that, but, um, I just appreciate her and she knows this. So if you, you know, if you're ever listening, you already know, like I'm here for you. Like you have family that's here for you. Um, we love you and we appreciate you. And, um, yeah, you know what, what you've done, um, and how you've supported him has allowed him to be this icon. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, has allowed him to be the best version of himself. And he wouldn't have been able to be that best version of himself without you involved in his life. So, um, it's just, it's beautiful to have a strong woman, right. you know, with you when you're by going, when you're man, going through woman. things. Yeah. There it is. You know, and I, and I would even say not even behind, but side by side, you know. Exactly. And, um And so that's just a blessing and I knew that he loved her and I knew that she loved him and they were able to do um, it to influence the world together, you know, based off of that and to have that kind of support system while you're going through that, when you have all the lights, when you have all the awards, the all-star games, the all, you know, all (laughs) that kind of stuff. Yeah, It was really taken taken by storm and he just handled that with so much poise, so much grace that I think every... Um, I think every person should be appreciative, but especially every black person in this country should really appreciate what he's done in a short time of being a star, you know, and and how he carried himself. I think everyone uh, should aim to carry themselves in that way and to understand that it's not about the clout. It's not about, you know, going for the most expensive thing or Mm -hmm. going for, you know— Pick the things that are right for you, mm-hmm. and the light will shine upon you when you do it correctly.
2: Right. Yeah. I, I totally forgot about the the All Star Game. It was there. Yeah. And somebody like got the mask. They put from the mask him on. And, yeah. And yeah. he missed the dunk. Yeah. Like, yeah. come I'm on, fam. It's hard to dunk in a mask. Kobe <laughs> would never do that. No, <laughs> no, no. Kobe would never do uh, that. No. Kobe uh, there's wouldn't. a there's a lot of good uh, like videos and stuff that I saw. Of him. I saw one with him and Jamie Foxx. The um, press um, yeah, one, right? Yeah. Jamie Foxx was interviewing him for Black Panther. And there's a part of the there's a part of the interview where Jamie Foxx is trying to do T'Challa's, T'Challa's voice, mm. and uh, Chadwick Boseman is just laughing like the whole time. And <laughs> Jamie like, ha- Fox, they're bro. having a conversation with each other in that accent, and it's just so <laughs> it's just so comedy to hear like both of them laughing and stuff. It's it's very it's very joyful. There's also another one where um, I think it was for like a premiere or something for Black Panther. It was kind of like um, The Wizard of Oz Like you talk to somebody That's behind
1: Right So that, that was on Jimmy curtain. Fallon yeah. oh, That was Jimmy Fallon So they did yeah. the same thing With Michelle Obama Where they're Thanking this person <laughs> Yeah they're right? like mm-hmm. Thank they're th- you Yeah blah, exactly blah, blah. And then yeah. They just think then, they're Shooting it for the show
2: And they say And they, they're saying something And they're like "Hey!" And then he's in the back Like kind of directing them Like hey do it better Like this mm-hmm. And then he just comes out of like From the curtains And they're just like In disbelief that he's there Yeah You know so it's it's awesome. And it's, then like one of the one of the guys sees him and immediately like he does the Wakanda sign like mm-hmm. crossing his arms oh, and he's he like my king. My king. Yeah. My king. yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's just it's it, just it, so It cool
0: affected it affected so many people because that representation is so crucial. Right. And you know, Americans, especially white Americans, you You've gotten that representation so so many times. So easy. So many times you've gotten that representation over and over again. Your favorite heroes, whether it's Indiana Jones, whether it's, you know, Luke Skywalker, whether it's whoever in in American cinema, the good, the bad, the ugly, Clint Eastwood, like 007. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. The list goes on that you forget what it feels like to have it like. For the first time, to have it really like yeah. like especially really for,
2: sit well, especially for young kids, you know, like yes. Yes. yeah, like coming in, coming coming up in the world, you know, there's not, I mean, like like we've mentioned it several times in the episode, like black superheroes are needed, they're they're necessary, you know, or just
0: colored superheroes, yeah, in just general, minority
1: superheroes know? in general, yeah, just, um, just that Women, culture, superheroes. everything, literally, yeah, just stepping into the into those shoes, seeing your culture, that you come from so many different backgrounds, so many different just people in the world, mm-hmm. having somebody represent you. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, to feel seen. You yeah. Know I mean?
0: Yeah. You feel seen it and you know, you know, because manifestation comes from uh, visualization. So if you are able to visualize yourself in a certain position, then you can manifest that for yourself. Yeah. And for such a long time, Black people haven't been able to visualize themselves as the hero. Right, They're always regarded as the villain. They're always regarded as the anti-hero. They're always regarded as somebody who messed up and then turns positive, right. the underdog story. But no, here we got somebody who did everything right and succeeded and got the highest honors right. and yeah. got the highest position. And that is the majority, believe it or not, of Black people's story. Yeah. You know, of people doing everything right and achieving the highest position, um, and we hope to do that more. Yeah, you know, and to see that it successfully, it is going to happen more, and to see it successfully, Chadwick Bozeman has cemented his legacy as being In that, such a short that amount person.
2: of time. You know, yep, like like you mentioned earlier, like people like Denzel Washington or or uh, cell but like it took them years to establish themselves it's
1: all there. done within the same decade bro and it's yeah, really it's,
2: it's really about your influence you know like how where you can reach out to him and I mean we mentioned it several times he's reached out to so many so many people you know based, based solely off of Black Panther but also roles like Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson James Brown
0: for sure so, for sure um, yeah. do you guys have any last thoughts
1: no yeah I think to like wrap it up um It's crazy to see how many different capes he wore. Just to play off of the hero aspect, right? Because here he goes battling cancer, showing cancer patients like, you don't need to feel sorry for yourself. You don't need to, like, if you're able to have this energy and push through it, do your best to, yeah. like, leave your mark on this earth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he gave us all these classic films in five years or less. You know that's, what I mean? That's mm-hmm.
2: the biggest takeaway from all yeah. of it, I
1: think. Like, just him wearing these multiple capes from being T'Challa to being Jackie Robinson and and to him being a, you know, deal, battling cancer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't think people really understood like, especially at the beginning of the year when everybody saw how skinny he was and people were like, is this for a role? People clowning on him and him deleting those posts. Yeah. Like, just seeing all that play out and just seeing where it ended, but also carrying on to see what he left. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The legacy that he created, the legacy that's still going to live on through, like, his family, his kids, and then everything he's instilled in every single one of us. So, yeah. um Chadwick, thank you. That's my final yeah. thoughts.
0: Skywalker.
2: Yeah, That that's pretty much it for me. Thank you. You know, let's... I'm glad we talked about him, you know. Um I I'm hoping we can continue to we will continue to talk more about uh more black and colored creatives and hopefully before their time comes. Um so, you know, we gotta celebrate them while they're still here. Yeah, no, you gotta give everybody their flaws. In flowers. this case, you know, we it was very untimely and everybody was shocked, but um yeah, nobody discounts it and for for anything You know, he still did his job the best he could, and it was probably the best that we've seen
0: Yeah, from a lot of actors. Definitely. Um, My last thoughts are uh, just prayers and love out to the Bozeman family, um, to his wife. Uh, Thank you, Chadwick, where, you know, if you can hear this, just thank you. Thank you for doing what you did for learning what you've learned and applying it the way that you needed to apply it. Um, I believe that there was an anointing on your life. I believe that you lived a blessed life even though that's something uh, took you away. Uh, I believe too soon. I think that you deserve to grow old, to see your works and, and that you were able to see it. you know, you saw the impact that it happened. and for being a young black male myself, um, I like I'm just so appreciative. Of being able to see that representation and for giving me a boost um in what I do and for giving me the confidence to continue moving and continue inspiring the way that that I could, you know, within my own craft. And um it's just I'm just so thankful to to have seen your representation. And um I appreciate you, I love you, thank you. And um I think that it's only right to kind of end with a, with a song. From, I feel like we should just do it from the score. Like I kind of want to pick the Black Panther soundtrack, but I want to give Ludwig a little. We'll play something from the Ludwig. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the waterfall scene, the the waterfall scene. If we can play that track, that would be really, really dope. So um, this is the end of episode 32. Our Chadwick Boseman tribute. Uh, We hope that you that we did you proud. Um, Thank you so much for all the listeners. Uh, Make sure to follow us on SoundFlick Pod uh on Instagram, on Twitter as well, um, at SoundFlick Um tune in. We got more episodes coming up. Yeah. Um shout out Productive Culture for helping us power this podcast. If you have a podcast or you know anybody that wants to uh wants to record their own podcast, definitely reach out to productiveculture.com backslash podcast. Tell them the SoundFlick Boys Sound sent boys. you. Yes, sir, yes sir. And I just want to thank my co-stars today and uh, appreciate everybody who's tuning in. Thank you so much. Peace.